what are you doing? It is it is vibrant vernacular. I'm Pashas. I am Shawan. It's Azalee. All right. So um, we always start with an attitude of gratitude. So what is everybody thankful for? Oh, I'm thankful for life. I'm definitely thankful for being alert and just uh, every good thing that God gave me. Everything's in the right place. Uh, <laughs> just no issues. I, I'm just so thankful to just be here in this moment. Yes, um, the same, <laughs> I think. Um, I don't know. I think... Um, I don't know. I've just been thinking, overthinking. <laughs> so that can be good and bad, but I think it's forcing me to maybe try to take some like steps outside of the box, like not be so comfortable with certain things. Mm. Um, so we'll see, you know, how that goes. I'm just, you know how you get complacent and like comfortable mm-hmm. in a routine? Yep. Like I'm kind of over that. I feel like this pandemic routine has been going on for too long. So we need to switch it up. Agreed. I feel exactly the same. That's why I cut my hair off. Um, Just to get out of my comfort level of ponytails. You know what I'm saying? So like just wanting to change myself gradually at my own pace, but still making the necessary changes for me to be uncomfortable because I'm a ponytail girl. Like go to, even if I'm going out, I'm going to have a nice neat ponytail. If I'm walking around the house, I'm going to have a ponytail. It may not be neat, but it'll be a ponytail. Yes, you know, pony. so like, I would think that's that's where I'm at too, as a lay. I feel like I'm stagnant in a lot of areas and mm-hmm. I need to definitely change a lot and I'm just scared because I feel like the changes I need need to be more drastic, but I'm mm-hmm. not ready for drastic change. But um, I'm grateful for the fact that, and I would have to say that now because we're recognizing the um, the comfortableness that is not allowing for growth. So I think that's what I'm thankful for. And change is necessary. Yeah. So. Yes, so speaking of change, I mean, this doesn't have to do with change, but maybe a change of mentality. So um, I was scrolling through Instagram. That's generally where I try to get some topics for us to discuss because I feel like a lot of people have a lot of opinions on things and some stuff is very interesting and then some stuff you just kind of scroll up and keep it moving. But I follow Melanie Fiona and I love her. Um, and she had a quote. It was saying, it doesn't even matter what they did to you. Are you focused on staying mad or healing? The choice is yours. So, ladies, what are you thinking when you hear that quote? Girl. A lot. Uh, Azalea, do you want to go first? Or... You can go. Okay, thank you. <laughs> um, yeah, I was looking at that, and, and it just brought back so much, you know, um, reading that. I know years, you know, during the time when I was married, when I was contemplating leaving the marriage and all these different things um i i get heavy into church sometimes then sometimes i get frustrated with church and i just you know renounce it altogether i'm not going anymore you know but the times when i was really going to church and going through stuff in my marriage it was like i had to learn about forgiveness you know and it's 
something that I still wrestle with to this day because it's like, I've been through domestic violence, you know, I've been through the cheating phase, all that stuff, you know, and it's like the dirt that has been done to you. It's like, she said, it don't matter what happened. Like, it doesn't matter what it was. So it's like, oh, he hit me. Okay, well, I hit him too. You know, it's like some other things that kind of come into play where it's like, it was tit for tat for a while. You know, you did this to me, so I'm doing that to you. But then it's like, are you focused on staying mad? When that part, that really hit me too, because it's like, dang, how many times am I going to tell the same story of what happened? You know, what he had did to me that hurt my feelings, you know, like physically, physical hurt, um, emotional pain, all that. It, it does take its toll on you. But I feel that it takes more energy to, to stay mad, to stay stuck in that frame of mind or well, I ain't talking to him because he did this in 1999. Like, who cares? It's 2021. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> it's about healing. When you think about healing, like, that's an inside job. I tell people that all the time. To heal, that that takes everything inside of you, you know, to, to get over some stuff that it could humiliation, embarrassment, um, and the hurt. The hurt is still there. But to heal, it's like, um, you're not going to win. You know what I'm saying? I win because I choose me, you know? So with you guys just talked about, you know, making changes and not being comfortable. I think that's been the biggest part of my heat since um, 2012 when I decided to leave my marriage, to be able to heal, to be able to reinvent myself. Sometimes it's on a freaking daily basis, you know? Y'all know how many times I cut my hair off, <laughs> how many times I've uh, moved, you know, changed locations or, you know, it's always something new that I'm trying. Um, it's not easy to change, but it's not easy to heal. I think that's the biggest part. And my healing started when I learned how to forgive. There are some things that were done to me as a child. I'm still, you know, trying to heal from that stuff, you know, then add on the marriage and all the other disappointments that came along the way. It's like to truly heal from that, that takes everything you've got and not be mad to look at somebody and say, God bless you. And it's not from a place of you know, sarcasm. You know, it's like, oh, I pray that God blesses your life, blesses your soul because you know, a lot of times we may say that the person who did us wrong, look at them out there living their best damn life, but you don't know. Mm -hmm. they, they have like, they go through a, a personal hell on the inside that you, that we don't even know about. So Amen. are you going to stay mad? Or are you going to heal? I heal. I choose me every time. And I promise y'all that's some days I don't want to get out, you know, cause how I'm feeling or I could be mad. Like my life didn't have to be like this if my husband would have done what he was supposed to do in our marriage, but who I can't be mad at that because I was in that same marriage, you know, and there's some stuff that I didn't do. So when you peel back the layers and when your healing becomes your number one focus, my God, mm, it's, it's, it's tremendous how if you allow yourself to heal, if you take the necessary steps, it's like, oh my, it's a different world. So I choose to heal y'all. Yeah, Shawan. Conversation over. <laughs> Dropping my phone. Um, <laughs> drops mic. So I'm not mature. Um, I'm angry. <laughs> so I think 
so <laughs> my thought process is I think it's easier to forgive and not be angry when you're not remind or when you don't have to experience the person of the situation continuously mm-hmm. yes I think when there's a separation between the two you can start to like heal and forgive and like I'm thinking of two situations so like my baby daddy Uh I feel like that's easy for me to kind of be like, you know, it is what it is. I forgive what happened. I never talk bad about him to anybody. Like, you know, just basic stuff. And I'm like, oh, he ain't, you know, he ain't shit. Nah, this, this, and this. No. He got his issues with him, clearly. He got his demons with him. Whether or not he wants to tap into them, I can't control that. Whether or not he wants to heal, I can't control that. But I say that because it's easier for me to say that because we don't have communication. I'm sure it would be a different story if I was reminded of him or had to figure out weekends or do like real co-parenting with him. Mm -hmm. I'm sure it would be a little bit different, which makes me think of a situation I have with a family member that like I just don't get along and I can't stand, but I have to constantly come in contact with them. On that end, I'm angry. I cannot get past the point of certain things that were said and like done and have created such a rift. Uh And to me, because I have to keep repeating that situation, I don't think I've honestly forgiven that situation. Uh And I also feel like when you're in a situation where you do have to experience the person or the situation, forgiveness to me has to come with giving give and forgiveness means that each party involved has to give up something in order for the situation to work Mm -hmm. and from my standpoint I don't feel like that other person has done that they may have acknowledged it they may have said oh I understand oh yeah let's work on this but your constant shitty behavior shows me that you haven't Mm. so that's where the anger I feel like stays with me versus trying to heal from that and like I'm not even trying to be nasty I just feel like the healing is going to come like when we are no longer in contact with one another not that that's right but it's just like Shawan said when there's so much hurt there and either the other person can't acknowledge your feelings or what they've done Mm -hmm. you know and to acknowledge it is change behavior don't sit up here and be like oh I get it I get it but two seconds later you're doing the same shit and exactly. acting the same way. Like exactly. that's not forgiveness or confirmation that you understand where I'm coming from. And I'm not trying to say I'm an angel because it's the same on my end that I could work on. Mm-hmm. But I feel like, so that's my thing. I feel like I forgive and I'm still angry. So clearly there's work to be done over here. I don't disagree. And I feel like, when people talk about forgiveness, they make it seem like it's, like you said, as a lay, like it's a piece of cake. Okay, just forgive and move on. But you can't necessarily always just forgive and move on. And I'm with you, as a lay, especially when the, the other party involved acknowledges that something was not right with what they did, but keeps doing the same behavior. Yeah. And it sounds so easy to just say, okay, I'm healing. I'm working on healing myself. Yes, we are all working on healing themselves. But that anger involved with, I think you feel like a fool to a certain extent. Mm -hmm. Like that's Mm -hmm. where I'm at. Like, I feel like I'm dumb for believing that you really do feel like what you did 
was not necessarily done properly, but then you repeat the behavior and now we're back at square one where you're telling me the same shit, but your actions are saying that you don't care. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So it's kind of like, okay, yeah, I acknowledge that that was, that would have made you uncomfortable or that wasn't necessarily the right thing to do. Um, but I'm going to do it three weeks from now. And then I'm going to have the same conversation with you as and if it didn't happen yeah. three weeks ago. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And it's yeah. not for me. Like, I know, I hold greatness based upon how people carry me. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? So if I feel like you are carrying me and I already feel like a fool, and now you're carrying me as if I'm a fool, now I'm mad. And like, that's my prayer every day is to be better and not bitter. You know, that's a daily prayer for me. I mean, daily. Um, and it has a close proximity to that person where you have to see them, whether you want to or not. It's not as easy to forgive a behavior when you literally have to see this person on a regular basis. Mm. Mm. So that leads me to this, though. Have you uh, the fault versus responsibility by Will Smith. Are you guys familiar mm -hmm. with that? Okay, yes. so <laughs> as a late, I'm gonna send it to you because you really definitely need to look at it. Um, it's not that long, it's probably like I think two to three minutes. It's really a really okay, short clip. So it's on YouTube, and the first thing that he says was, It's not your fault that someone has done something to you. And he was saying, like, your dad left you, your husband cheated on you, but. I'm sure your responsibility to heal from it and to heal your heart. You know what I'm saying? So mm -hmm. I have looked at that, I would say in the past week, at least 10 times. Because oh for me, I want to learn to be better at that. Because like Shawan said, healing is, it is, we can't allow someone else to foster our healing. We have to do it ourselves. And he was saying in there, he said how when it's someone else's fault, you want them to suffer for what they've done to you. You do. And that's the part that we can't get over as a lady. All the way so in like hell. Me and you to, yeah, me and you <laughs> together. <laughs> like he was saying, you want them to pay pretty much for what they've done to you. And that's where I'm at. And that's why I pray for being better and not bitter because I honestly do want you to feel the same pain that you've dealt to me. And if mm -hmm. I can't see that you're feeling that pain, then it makes me even more enraged and angry. So, mm -hmm. like, I'm trying to learn within myself that, like you said, Shawan, you don't know what they're going through on the internal yes, front. Yeah. But yeah. I know the card that they dealt me hurt me. You know what I'm yeah. saying? So, like, and I'm visible. So, like, and I think Azalea is not as visible emotionally as I am. But, mm -hmm. like, you literally will see me hurt, like, if I'm hurt. So the fact that you can hurt me and I don't see that what you've done is fostering any healing or I don't see the pain that you dealt me, it makes oh, me feel as though you are living your best life. Yep. I wanted to say something too. Um, what, what you said about the fault versus responsibility, it once again, I feel it puts the ball back in, in our court. You know, if we're the ones that have experienced that. It is our responsibility to, number one, make sure that shit don't happen again. You know, I feel like I've talked about this a lot over the years, but um, even if somebody has done something horrible to you, 
you're old enough now to, um, you know, if something happened as a kid or, you know, when you were in a vulnerable state, it's like now you know what those red flags are. You know what I'm saying? Because you've been through that. You've been through certain situations. So you know if it even, if the scale starts to tip like it's about to happen again, that's your chance to aggressively, you know, intervene to make sure that you don't experience that hurt again. Um, another thing that um, when I lived in Tallahassee, I did go through a lot of the, the hurt that we're, that I've been discussing. And I used to listen to the, I was like a literally a housewife. So I used to listen to the radio, a lady named Maria Moore. Um, she used to be on the radio there. She's actually on the radio in Atlanta now. And when she's closing out her show, she says the same thing that she said way back then. She still says it. She says, um, he who angers you controls you. The best revenge is living well. And I took those words, like just hearing it now, it's just like, I just feel warm all over. Cause it's like, I want this person to see me living my best life. Ever. Even if I'm still dealing with some type of hurt, I don't want it to show on my face. I don't want mm. it to show, you know what I'm saying? So I try to put my best foot forward. And if I even think like now my ex has uh, moved back to Atlanta where, um, you know, I had left Atlanta, went to Virginia, but I came back. So he decided to move back now. <laughs> so it's like, it was better, you know, that we weren't in the same vicinity or whatever. We didn't cross paths. Now he coming over to pick up a kid or two, you know, when he feel like it. So it's like, <laughs> I, I don't have to see him. He doesn't come inside the house, but it's still like, okay, if, if I happen to be getting out my car when your ass drive by, you gonna see Shawan is looking good. You know what I'm saying? Shawan ain't sitting home crying over you or none of that stuff. So the best revenge. Yes, okay. yes, I take that to heart and it has stuck with me all these years because gonna see me cry no more you're not gonna mm -hmm. even get an indication that i'm hurting on the inside because i'm doing that work of healing you know what does that look like my self-care has to be optimal you know what i'm saying like even if i'm having a bad day i'm gonna go find my bathroom in my car yeah. <laughs> like you see that out of me and i think that has it's so liberating when you like okay you had me, you know, you had me like I had loved you, you know, but now it's, <laughs> it's a new day and you're not going to see Shawan fold at all. You know, I do have my moments. God, my kids know I have my moments, but on the outside looking in, you're not going to see that. And I think that's our responsibility is to live well, to show them you had me down for a minute for, for a time, but I'm rising through all of that. And, and my thing, the thing that has helped me, I know two wrongs don't make a right, but when you redistribute <laughs> some of that pain, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not telling you to do nothing crazy, but when you redistribute do that it. pain sometimes, I think it humbles them so much and it changes their perspective on the situation. When you definitely make them feel the way they made you feel, it's a, you, you're going to deal with a whole nother person, honey. Like, that's, that's just been my experience, but Wow. <laughs> I love how you said that, Shawan. I really do mm -hmm. appreciate that quote, too. And that's something I am going to have to, you're going to have to text it so I can write it down. Sure and will. I'll put it on a um, sticky note by my computer because that's where mm -hmm. I usually 
look at my computer and just try to build myself. <laughs> Crazy. Hey, you weak. Laugh, you laugh. Oh, it's so funny. Girl, if y'all see all of the quotes and, and stuff I have around my computer, I mean, that's where I'm most depressed. I know that sounds so bad. <laughs> but when I'm at my work computer, I'm just so like, uh, I have to like overkill to try to make myself feel better sitting there. But anyway, that's me. Sorry. <laughs> but yeah, I think that's the hardest part. I mean, and I know it's internal and that's why I'm starting to do more self-care. Thank you, ladies. Um, just trying to make myself, I don't, I don't want it to just also be all external. So that's why I'm praying more about being bitter, uh, better, not bitter. But yeah. I know the outside appearance helps, you know, with facilitating that you're doing a lot better, you know. Yeah, and, and just know, like I guess this is a caveat, however you want to call it. When you working on the outside and the inside, people are gonna notice. So you will get these little trolls that neighborhood and everywhere else. Because oh my gosh! <laughs> trolls. They see that you're doing the work, you know, and that's like an unintended consequence of all this. Like you're gonna get attention that way. What you do with that attention is totally up. You don't have to entertain that, but mm -hmm. just know that it's there. And and I use that as like confirmation. Oh, I'm doing, I did something right today, you know, like depending on how many people stopped me or, you know, gave me a compliment that lets you know that that's a way to gauge that what you're doing is working. And it's not like you're, you're fishing for that attention, but you go get it. Just know that. Okay. So I don't get it. <laughs> yeah, I get it. It happens, you know, from time to time. It's so funny because I never like fish for it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I'm not gonna be out here casting a net or casting a, a rod out there because for me, I feel like it causes sometimes more confusion mm -hmm. <laughs> than it does. Uh, I don't know support of what I'm doing, but yeah, I've been trying to hit the gym, y'all. I've been That's hitting the gym. Oh my god. <laughs> Try, trying to make that my happy place to a certain extent well I just want to say if they do create something where you can buy a one way ticket to hell mm -hmm. I am not sure that I'm mature enough you a um, <laughs> yeah cannot <laughs> buy, buy a couple you know? I, I cannot like not <laughs> just a couple you know <laughs> cash app whoever I need to you know electronic funds transfer and I mean, even if it's like just a day, like they ain't got to stay the whole time in hell. But if they need to go for a few hours just to think about how they're acting, hopefully that's half price. Because, uh, you know, everybody going to space. Yellow, yeah, and they sending people to the, yeah, you, somebody bought a damn planet. Which one of them rappers? Okay, exactly. Girl, sell them some stuff. You ain't got to see the like, police. That's what I'm saying. You going to space, all this other stuff, hell has got to be next. So I just feel like you know, some people need to tap into that just to make sure that's not really where they want to go. And then, like, I think we'll be able to work on forgiveness. You know what I'm saying? I agree. Because they'll be out of our sight as well. And they'll be experiencing exactly. the that they dealt. As a lady, yeah. that's a smart move. That's what that I'm saying. But I also believe, too, like, how we talk about all the time, like, what you put out it does come back to you. Um, I agree. And it's not even about like just 
you know, I want this person to suffer this, this, and this. It's just like your daily actions, like what you think about starts to, you know, grow and manifest and, you know, become a product of your environment. So I think if we can kind of just kind of just flip the script and be like, you know what, what they did is going to come back to them. I think probably me and Pasha's point of view is we would like to see it yeah <laughs> but yeah. sometimes it's not for us to see yeah. like Shawan said it's internal and it's not for us because to be honest we're going to get a joy out of it and that's not really what we should be doing at all um at all. so I think sometimes it's like you don't have to stick around for this like it'll come back around and it's up Probably. to them to figure it out Probably. but the crazy thing is if you did see them going through that that hell or that chromatic, uh, karmatic situation, you would feel sorry for them. You wouldn't yeah. even want you, them to Or go you would try it. to help. Yeah. yeah. So it's it's like all the way around. You know, as much as we want to see it, we understand how it works, where it's not necessary to see it. But it's just we recognize the pain that we're experiencing. And honestly, I feel like on most occasions, it may not be... Uh, it may not be because of something that we've done. Like it's because of whatever they're going through that they're projecting on us, but it feels like it's us. That's the issue. And we're the ones having to suffer through it and not them. You know what I'm saying? So it's kind of unwarranted. It's how I feel about it a lot of times. And then you just never know how someone's karma is going to come back. Like how you think it should look. It may not. And sometimes it skips them and it gets their children or their children's children. Don't get my kids. Leave my kids out of it. They have nothing to do with what you've done or where you've been or how you hurt. Please keep them out of there. But that's why it's important to keep like your lineage, your legacy intact. You can't just treat people any type of way you don't know how it's going to come back you may think oh well, I ain't pay this person back you may think your karma gonna come back is like oh you're gonna be broke and boom your ass got cancer mm-hmm. you just never know which way it comes back so and you don't want to wish it on somebody and that's the exactly that's the, that's the part for me so like throughout this whole conversation yes I'm saying I will want them to feel the same pain that they've dealt to me but that's not how I really feel I'm saying that because I do want you to feel the pain that you've given me, but I really don't. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't want anybody to have to suffer in life, but I just don't want you to hurt me in your process of healing. I think that's kind of it too. You know, it's kind of like, even though I say I want you to hurt because you hurt me, but that's natural response. But I just don't want to feel like I have to suffer through your healing process. Mm -hmm. I shouldn't be part of it in that sense. Amen. Well, I, it sounds like, you know, you guys are, everything is, is, is poised to go in the right direction, but it's just those moments where it's like, you need to pay. <laughs> mm-hmm. I hear there's still a lot of hurt there, a lot of uh, a work to be done, I would say, but you can do it. And it starts with you, your mindset, your perspective on the whole thing will change this whole thing around you know and and in my case I can't say um when somebody is so used to you being that crazy bitch you know and then you're like hi you know like you're really um I'm not giving them that that crazy that they're used to it's like they don't know how to 
how to take me. So it's just like, you stay over there, I'm gonna stay over here and we're good, you know? And I think that's been working when you just switch it up, you know, even if somebody's just seeing you sad all the time, just, I'm good, but really be good. Don't be masking it or faking it. You know what I'm saying? Like really just when you change your mindset, I think the whole dynamic of the situation changes. Like it's, it's powerful and, and you have that power within you. Yeah, I think that's enough food for thought for me, buddy. Yes, <laughs> so this is good. Very good topic. Bring up. Mm-hmm. And you gotta watch what you say when you're angry too. I'll just throw that yeah. out there. I think that yeah. should be my food for thought. Watch what you say when you're angry and work to be better and not bitter. That's what I'm like. My process right now is to be better. Woo! Not yes, and just be on the lookout for the tickets to hell. I'm sure it's coming soon. <laughs> Got two on. <laughs> Give me two. Okay. <laughs> First I'll class. Oh, <laughs> even better. Even better. <laughs> oh my god. Well, ladies, you guys enjoy the rest of your week, month, day, year. However. It comes um, to be. And where can they find us, Adelaide? Uh, hey guys, we are on Instagram um, under Vibrant Vernacular, and you can listen to us on Anchor and Spotify. Stay tuned because we have some changes coming out where you'll be able to hear us on some other platforms, maybe yeah. even see our fine asses. Yeah. So, um, yeah, stay tuned. Thanks for the support and listening. All right, I'm gonna have honey. my lashes right for y'all. Wait, <laughs> honey, y'all gonna get all this. <laughs> yes, pick your color, honey. Pick your color. <laughs> all right, enjoy y'all week. <laughs> Bye. Bye.